Welcome to another episode of In The Middle. Um, today we're going to explore um, a deeply personal theme, feeling like a, a foreigner in your own country. Um, I am your host, uh, Eddie Minaya. I'm a creative professional living in the uh, DC area. I'm originally from Peru and I've lived here for the last uh, 35 years. Many of us who've lived abroad for years uh, may find ourselves feeling like strangers when we return uh, to our, our home countries. Um, the landscape uh, evolved, culture has shifted, and we in a way have become foreigners in our own land. Well, it happened to me, and I'm not sure why I felt it this more this time. In November of, of, this, of this year, so just last month, my family and I traveled to, to Lima, Peru, where I'm from. Uh, this is the city uh, where I was born and the city where I grew up until the age of 13. Um, this time around uh, about 22 people uh, from a family um, that uh, live here in the United States traveled together for a party. So it was nice to see them all in one place. Um, I have to say that it was uh, I can't remember the last time that all my family was in one place like this, the family that lives here in the United States, uh, in Peru at the same time. So it was probably more than 40 years ago. So it was nice to see everyone at, over there. Um, I you know, uh, took the time this time to show my wife where I grew up, um, the house where I, where I used to live, the neighborhood where I used to hang out, uh, the places that still exist that I, that I used to go to, the you know, it's, it was somewhat of a nostalgic trip. Uh, there were many things that reminded me of, of my dad, uh, who never moved here to the United States and that passed away over 20 years ago. Um, I did have a, a lot of memories from the food I ate, from the smells that I smelled, the noises that, the noises that I heard, uh, and all those little things that trigger memories um, but it was extremely nice, you know, I took my mom for for coffee, for breakfast, to the stores, uh, things that maybe we that we did together when I was a kid, but this time it was like 35 years later now, me being 35 years older than, than when I left. Um, my wife and I even w uh, went to a park called Kennedy Park every day. This is a park uh, where a lot of cats live. And people take care of the, of the of the cats, and we went to feed them uh, and hang out with them uh, every day, every every morning. Um, <clears throat> and even though I know the streets, I know when I was, you know, walking around the, the different neighborhoods, or at least the area where where we were staying, I knew the direction that we needed to go. Um, I still felt out of place. Uh, I felt like a like a foreigner on the. Uh, on the on the place that I was born. So, do you feel the same way when you go back to the country that you're from? Very few things remain re remain the same. So many new things have have been integrated to the city: new stores, new construction, uh, new buildings, uh, new traffic patterns, different ways to commute. I mean, look, Lima looked very different this time around. 
And you know, I asked myself, can I see myself uh, living there? I asked that question when I was when I was over there, and the answer is that if I had to, or if I would, if I would be going there for work, I think it would take a lot for me to get used to it. Um, even though I am fluent in Spanish, uh, you know, words or slang that was said to me, I was like, uh, what What does that mean? <clears throat> it felt that I couldn't be 100% relaxed. I felt that I had to always look behind uh, to see if people were following me, to pickpocket or I'm not sure. I just I just couldn't relax. Look, we stay in an area called Miraflores, which is um, a very safe neighborhood. And for the most part, what I saw in Lima, it's Lima seems to be a much, at least the parts that I was this time, seems very safe. Uh, there was a lot of tourists in, uh, in Miraflores, which is the city where we stayed at. Um, <clears throat> but I still felt on edge, like like it was I was out of place the, the entire time. I felt that if we if we walked too far away from from the from the from certain neighborhoods, like we we could, are we gonna get? I asked myself, are we gonna get robbed? Um, and just like here, their their local news is, is also about people getting robbed, killed, kidnapped, all the bad news, which sometimes scares you more to go out. But you know, I did, and we we had a good time. Um, however, I did have to I have to say that even though I was on on edge. I don't think I was ever in danger. I so if you're planning to go uh, to Peru, you should go. Uh, it was a very, it felt like a very safe city. Um, so please don't, you know. It's just how I felt that I felt on edge, but it was a very safe city. So let's also talk about this change I noticed. Um, this big change I've noticed from, from the last time. Besides, we, we've all heard that there's a lot of Venezuela and people from Venezuela migrating out of the country. And we hear that coming to the United States. But perhaps if you haven't been following the news, there's a lot of Venezuelans also a big movement that people are going to South America. Apparently the countries where they're going the most is the Colombia, Peru, and Chile. And um, most Uber drivers were from Venezuela in Lima. Uh, lots of workers in the service industry, like hotels, restaurants, stores, were Venezuelan. For a moment, I would, would start hearing all of these, uh, you know, Venezuelan accents. And I was like, uh, where am I? You know, because the last time I visited Peru was like in 2018. And, in, you know, unless you were a tourist, it was rare to hear somewhat different accents in Spanish um, from from other countries uh, from people that, that were living and working there. Now imagine the struggle of those who moved to countries like Peru from Venezuela. Now, even though they speak the same language fluently, they still feel like outsiders. Um, despite the, the linguistic familiarity, you know, and the challenge to the, the challenge to fit in it, it is real. Uh, you know, cultural differences, social structures, unspoken rules. Um, creates a sense of, of displacement. So I asked uh, several of the Uber drivers if they felt welcome. You know how how long when they when they first arrived to Peru and if they, feel, if they feel welcome now that they live there. Um, I asked them how long they they've, they've been there, <clears throat> and if they thought of of, of uh, what do they think about Venezuelans the, the the bigger wave that is happening now moving to Peru. 
you know, how do they think everyone, everything is kind of, how they everybody fitting in? The answers were a little surprising. Apparently, the migration started uh, of Venezuela, I guess, the, the, this migration of, of people moving to, to, to countries like Peru <clears throat> in 2019. And when this first started to happen, um, they, were, they were very welcome. The government gave them permits to work. The local Peruvian people took compassion and, and they saw them as, as friends. However, <clears throat> this has now shifted uh, and apparently this happened over the last few years. Um, there's a combination of, apparently there's a, a wave of Venezuelans that have, uh, uh, that have been uh, migrating to Peru and the Venezuelans that are going <clears throat> Though don't seem to be um, the hardworking people. Instead, are people that either have been in prison or people that are, you know, with criminal backgrounds. <laughs> Sounds familiar. I mean, this is a, you know, as as he was uh, the drive the Uber driver was telling me this. It was interesting to to hear that because I can relate. We hear this on the news about. You know, there's a lot of people, uh, illegal immigrants coming to the United States, and that they're bad people. A lot of uh, um, <clears throat> a lot of people that are they're criminals, and sometimes it is true. However, you know, sometimes it's, it's not all of them. And, but once this, that starts, those sort of people start to come or migrate to the, to countries like here or in Peru, it starts to give a bad name all the way across. What I also saw in, 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 in Peru, well, what I heard from the, some of the Uber drivers that were from Venezuela is that at first Peruvians were pretty welcoming of, of, uh, of Venezuelan and, you know, and they were kind of acquiring, you know, kind of getting themselves into the, uh, acquainted to the, to the culture, to the, to the people, to the, you know, to the society, to the Lima society. But then, you know, as this bigger wave of, um, of Venezuelan has come, there now have been a shift and now even the Lima people from from Lima are saying well they're taking our jobs you know and they're making the country worse which also I can relate to because obviously those are things that we hear here in the United States about um, illegal immigration and people coming to the United States in the last you know four or five years um, so as a foreigner you know I relate you know we we hear this here in the United States so I felt compassion for for them um, I think the other challenge they run into is that uh, lots of Venezuela uh, you know a lot of these Venezuelans that are that are going are they are creating um, criminal gangs and they're criminal um, they're charging businesses for for uh, for protection things that you know that it needs to be controlled in one way or, or another way but um, that is giving the bad name to the ones that are there to work, the ones that are there that want to work and they want to do something to themselves, which to me, the sound is so familiar because that happens here in the United States. Another question I, I asked them, uh, the Uber driver, which is most of them, as I mentioned, were Venezuelan, is if they felt that the Peruvian culture um, and the Venezuelan culture had some similarities, if they, you know, if fitting in was, was difficult. And I don't know much about the Venezuelan culture besides some of the food, but apparently there's a lot of differences. Um, a few of the Uber drivers told me the, the same thing. Uh, the people in Lima seem a little colder. 
um, that they seem to be always in a hurry and they don't want to talk to you, you know, uh, for small talk. They don't do that. Uh, and they're not as, as friendly. Um, I guess because it's the capital, it's a bigger city, they, they feel that, that people in Venezuela are, are warmer among each other when they talk to each other and the way they talk to each other and treat, and treat each other. So I thought that was an interesting comparison. Um, now I know uh, I covered two topics, so let me ask you, how do you feel when you go back to the country that you're from? Do you feel like an outsider? Could you live in that country again? Respond in the comments with your opinions and thoughts. And if you're interested in, uh, in being in one of these episodes, please send me a message. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of In the Middle. Until next time, embrace your journey.